Welcome, Jeff and Steve. We're going to make a big announcement. It's going to be the biggest announcement of macroeconomics this summer. I remember watching Arsenio Hall and when uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger went on a show talking about Terminator 2, he kept saying, this is going to be the biggest event of the summer, except it's it's going to be macroeconomics. I'm going to hand it over to you, Jeff. Jeff, whenever we do Eurodollar University, we're up to episode 250-something. I always introduce you as Jeff Snyder, the head of global research for Alhambra Partners, but that's no longer true. Is that right? No, I'm now the chief strategist for Atlas Financial, which if you're not familiar, Atlas Financial just happens to be a place where this guy by the name of Steve Van Meter hangs out, the bond king himself. I think really the place to start here is why have I left Alhambra after an an entire decade? In fact, it was exactly a decade on Friday, a place where I've enjoyed my time there. I worked with some really good people. I'm still a shareholder there. Yet I felt it was uh, it was the time to walk away from all that because we had become embroiled in sort of a, not just, I think most people can understand the situation where you feel like you put together, you put a lot of work and effort into something and it always falls on deaf ears. It could be at work, it could be at home, it could be anywhere else where you do, you do what you think is a really good job. You lay out a very compelling, very strong case, at least you think it is, and the person or people that you're presenting to, they just don't want to listen to you anymore. And human nature become, you know, comes into play here too, where after enough time, they think, you know, I've heard you say this a million times before. A million and one is not going to convince me any more than a million did. And eventually you just, you no longer really talk to each other anymore. And we're not talking about some trivial disagreements here. We're not talking about, you know, I wanted to paint the conference room blue and they wanted to paint it green or, you know, what font should we use on our letterhead? These are, I think, fundamental disagreements, very deep categorical disagreements about the way the world works. I see the world one way and they came to see the world a very different way. Um, I see the risks for client portfolios, for the economy, for politics, for everything very differently. And it got to be where I could no longer make much of a difference in terms of what they were doing, what they were thinking. At that point, you know, this had gone on long enough that you just, at some point, you just have to say, that's enough. I have to make a change. You know, there's no obligation here. My job is simply to describe what I think is going on in the monetary system and the economy so that we can make probabilities and uh, probability distributions about what the future is going to look like. And, you know, I can't force people to agree with me. I can't force people to believe in what I'm saying. I can just produce the work that I'm doing. But if it gets to the point where it doesn't even make any difference anymore, it made sense to start thinking about doing something else, moving in another direction for myself because um, not really doing much good where I was at. And so the idea was Steve and I had met some time ago and we are monetary enthusiasts. We're bond market enthusiasts, you know, macro enthusiasts. We share a lot of similar ideas. We're not certainly clones of each other. We've, we've already had minor disagreements. But as I think the point I'm trying to make is, you want to have minor disagreements with people, but you never want to get into a situation where you have categorical differences with people, because then you can no longer talk at all and have any sort of legitimate discussion. So the point in my mind, you know, I, I got to the point where I thought, okay, this is probably a pretty good time to make a change. I had been talking to Steve for some time and I thought like, there is a lot of similarities there, at least enough similarities there that we could begin working together. Steve, I'm going to hand it over to you. How did it all start? What are your plans with Jeff going forward? 
Yeah, actually, what's really interesting to me is that all started with a rental car fiasco. I'm not <laughs> sure if any of this would have happened if it wasn't uh, wasn't for that. And maybe it would have. I I don't know. But uh, yeah, there was a rental car fiasco, and I had I went to see Jeff and his family, and due to the problem, I had a rental car that I needed to uh, get rid of that I wasn't anticipating, and I needed to get to a destination uh, without the rental car. Also, not anticipating. And Jeff and his family, out of their extreme generosity, offered to help me out with a situation. And uh, that involved Jeff and I being in a car together <laughs> for probably about 90 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, well, initially, and kind of started out with, uh, so what's going on with you and what's going on with your firm? And, you know, what do you think about the industry? And, and it kind of turned out to be that, you know, Jeff had a lot of respect for what I built and he was curious, how did you do the things you're doing? Because other firms aren't able to do this. And when I shared with him that my partner was fully supportive of all the crazy ideas I have and was willing to push as far as we could within the regulations, I think, you know, that was exciting. And it was because to be able to now work with Jeff side by side, and as you mentioned, you know, we don't agree on everything and we don't want to agree on everything. Uh, that that would not be beneficial. But the fact that now we can join forces, uh, not only from a research standpoint, from an investment standpoint, and who knows all the other things we're going to come up with together, I, it's really exciting. What are you guys going to be working on going forward? What can the audience expect from you? Do you plan? What's the immediate thing that the audience can expect from the two of you? We're going to work together. This is, means a, a, a very close collaboration, collaboration, if I can get the words out, a collaboration on research material, as well as portfolio management strategies, as well as developing uh, what we hope are the tools to accurately assess the risks that, uh, for investments, you know, any number of things where we're talking about investments and in portfolios, investment advisory services, as well as research services that Individually, I think we bring something to the table, but when you put it together, it gets to be something better because not only are we able to collaborate, I think in collaborating, because we agree on the big fundamentals, we're able to drill down into the details. As Steve said, and I said before, we may disagree and have a very different perspective on some of these things, but by collaborating together with, uh, within the same worldview or same framework, I think we can become much better together at what we're trying to do than if we were doing these things separately. So there's portfolio management, uh, there's research, there's all sorts of stuff that goes along with it. But where? Is it? Is there a website? Where can people go to find your work, Jeff, or your collaboration with Steve? Yeah, that's a great question, Emil. So we'll start with the portfolio management because uh, this is a question that's going to come up. Uh, many people already know that I created and manage a formula-based uh, long U.S. equity strategy with a hedge. And so if it's formula-based, then the question is, then why do Jeff or I even matter in the whole picture of it? And, and actually, we do. There is a place that we matter. And Jeff is fully involved in that decision. And there's one decision we get to make every month, and that is to put some additional downside hedging on the equity funds. And so already this month, uh, before the rebalance, we kind of had an idea of what the strategy was going to do. Jeff and I sat down and said, hey, uh, do we think this is prudent based on what we foresee coming in the economy, not only the next month, but several quarters? And we both agree that we're going to keep that downside hedging on the strategy. Kind of the reason to me, a lot of people are like, why a formula-based strategy? 
And I think what I wanted to do when I built it years ago was strip that advisor emotion out of the process. And, and maybe that's something Jeff can comment on as well. But I think advisors often get in their own way of managing a strategy. And it could be a personal bias, just who knows? Could be that someone came and bought them lunch the, the week before and there's a certain investment they want to do. And, and believe it or not, that is actually fairly common in the industry. So uh, what's really cool is it's fully formula-based. It's a long U.S. equity strategy. It is currently, as of July 1, hedged with long-term bonds. Another point that I'd like Jeff to comment on, because, I mean, one of the things that I get a big response is, well, your strategy has worked in the past. You've done, you know, it's been live for seven years or maybe, yeah, seven years now. You've back-tested it. It worked. But now we're in a new regime where, rising, where interest rates are going to rise during a recession. How do you know this thing's going to work? And you know, anyone who follows my research and Jeff's research, they already know the answer, but I, it's always good. And I, I really love uh, for Jeff to comment because now the strategy's hedged. It has the potential to actually go up or re significantly reduce the declines of any future equity uh, falls in the equity market, which I think is a really unique thing about the strategy that a lot of other firms don't have. Yeah, Steve, and I think, you know, it's important to also reiterate and state that, you know, the reason we got together in the portfolio management sense was that we could monitor and check the strategy and make sure that we're doing the right thing. As you said, we can, we've already had our first strategy meeting where we decided, you know, July, what do we want to do with the hedging? What do we want to, what does the market and the economy look like? What are the risk downside risks? And it really, to look at the situation, to look at, you know, take the bias out of the, the investment strategy and then perform our due diligence, so to speak, in terms of how we're able to interpret things that are going on that will affect the investment performance going forward. And one of those things, as you mentioned, the primary thing I think in a lot of people's mind is where are interest rates going from here? And as we talked about in our strategy meeting, that we kind of have an idea where interest rates are going. They're certainly going there today as we speak, as are a lot of commodity prices and other markets, even oil prices. For that, for that matter. But by and large, what we're saying here is that there's a process in place. And that process starts with our understanding of how the world works and where it is. And when we look at the last couple of years, particularly this year, we have to ask ourselves, did something fundamentally change from the prior period? Because yes, consumer prices went skyrocketing, um, the Federal Reserve has reacted to those uh, consumer prices in a way we haven't seen in decades. So on the surface, it looks like something really did change fundamentally, but it didn't. That was not a fundamental proposition. It was not a proposition of the monetary system. It was not inflation in that sense. Emil, you're going to get the complaints in the chat boxes. Why are you talking about infl inflation versus inflation, all that stuff? Because that's what we're really meaning here. When we look at the last couple of years, we have to start with that point. Did something fundamentally change or was it, I'm going to use the word, or was there a, a couple transitory factors that account for what we have seen? And if our process says nothing fundamental changed last year, the monetary system still deflationary, broken, collateral shortages, all that stuff is still there, then Steve's strategy remains a valid strategy because at some point, Despite the Federal Reserve's effect on the short-term end of the yield curve, that effect will be transitory as well, and that eventually long-term yields are going to revert to their disinflationary, deflationary position 
if not, depending upon the situation we find ourselves in, go beyond any thresholds we've seen before. So in terms of the investment strategy, Steve and I have already started working together on fundamentally, did anything change? And what does that mean about 2022? And we can say quite confidently, we both agree that nothing really fundamental shifted last year. And therefore, that presents this opportunity with the way he manages money. Jeff, Steve, we have over 750 live viewers. And according to this, we have just over 13 million questions. <laughs> the best one. You've got to keep up with them. <laughs> the best one came from so far. The best question so far came from layman's terms. Quote, is this going to be more for the institutional investor or for the retail family? Well, the, the strategy, that's a, that's a great question, was originally developed for retail investors. We have a minimum investment of $1,500. The strategy was designed to handle literally any amount of money. It's a long U.S. equity strategy. Uh, I hope someday that we attract some institutional investors and some money. Uh, so far as of right now, that uh, there have been conversations over the last couple of years, but nothing that happened. But beyond that, we can handle easily a minimum $1,500 and any amount, um, um, several hundred million plus from there easily. Yeah, the, the institutional stuff, I think, is more about research and what we can do as, as far as consulting, research product. There's, there's also going to be retail research product, institution research product that's going to be we're going to make available. It isn't available just yet, right, Steve? But that's something that's going to be coming in the near future. Yeah. Do, do we want to mention that now, Jeff? Sure, Neil? why not? Okay. So, so this is pretty exciting. So one of the things when I was talking to Jeff in our you know, conversations on the road, we'll say, uh, maybe we'll call that a series on the road with uh, Jeff, Steve, and Emil can be the driver uh, because who <laughs> knows? Um, we were talking about what you know, things that we do. And one of the pieces that I have was a, a formula-based momentum research report and we know, Neil, you obviously know, and, and many of fans know that Jeff's research is second to none. And if there is, I haven't met them. Um, but one thing I wanted to do was put Jeff's research in the hands of more people, give them more bite-sized information. And so he agreed that we could do a daily research where he's going to look at the global economic data, not just the U.S., the global economic data, pick out what he feels is important and then bring it down to a level where we all can understand, even me. And that's important because I want to understand uh, his view on these items, and I don't understand everything. And so he's going to do a daily research report, a separate deep dive report, and then you've got some other things coming. And But in addition to that, it's not just Jeff and I, Mill. This might blow you away. We've brought in another expert. So we've got formula-based momentum research on hundreds of ETFs, currencies, foreign stuff, tons of stuff. Just daily and deep dive research, but we're also bringing in oil and gas expert Tracy Shuchart, who's going to do a weekly report not only on the oil and gas industry, but she's also going to provide trade advice on the oil and gas sector, plus some insight as she's also an expert in the macro commodity space, which is a nice filling point between Jeff and I. So uh, that is going to be called Macro Insiders Pro, if I've got the name right. And I should, I registered the URL. It's not available yet, but the three of us are going to come together and launch that product here, hopefully pretty soon. Steve, most people don't know Tracy's, Tracy's real name. They know her by her caped crusader name on Twitter. Tell people, yes. yes. Who, when you say her Twitter handle, everyone will know who she is. It's uh, at, and I make sure I spell it right here. Let Chai me girl. pull it up. Uh, Chai girl, yeah. C-H-I-G-R-L. And if you're not following her on Twitter, 
You should, because she is the expert. And when I have a question on the oil and gas industry, that's who I call. Is there anybody on Twitter who isn't following her? I think there, I don't think there any, there's anybody left. Yeah, I'm not. I might be the one who hasn't followed her yet. <laughs> uh, Steve, you haven't told the audience. Maybe you have because I'm working on the questions. Where? Can, what is the website that people can go to to get all this information and make sure that they can see Kai Girls, Chai Girls research, Jeff's research, your research? Are you still going to be doing the YouTube show also, Steve? Yeah, those, those are great questions. My, my show's not changing, I think, any more than your show's not changing. Uh, I will be a regular, at least tentatively a weekly guest, and uh, who knows where, where that will go um, on your show, right, Jeff? And then Portfolio Shield, you can go to PortfolioShield.net. We have the URL registered for Markets Insider Pro, but there's nothing there. I, I, we are, we're literally just, you know, we had a meeting about this a couple of weeks ago, and, you know, we're all on board and say it go, but uh, anyone who's brought three people together to put a project together knows that not everything happens uh, at once. So uh, we're hopefully going to launch it if we're lucky here in a couple of weeks, but within, we'll say a month or two at the latest, when we have more information, we'll put that out on Twitter and our respective YouTube channels. There's a few more questions that came up, and I believe that this would be best answered by going to the website you just mentioned. For example, do you use any statistical modeling? If so, then please elaborate. That was from Faxi Bay. Philip Pop 33 says, would they consider making an ETF in the future? Again, probably go to the website, but here's one that I would like you guys to answer from Rowan Dell. Will this be open to European investors eventually? Uh, those are good questions. So we do uh, hire Morningstar to provide the data and analytics on the strategy. The most recent July fact sheets have been uh, uploaded this morning, along with a video of me walking through it. Tons of information on PortfolioShield.net. Will there be an ETF? Now, that is a big question. Uh, to do an ETF, we really need to raise a significantly larger amount of assets than we have. I have right now probably what would be considered somewhere on the minimum level uh, to do that. Uh, we do have uh, partners uh, through our friends at Simplify who have offered to you know introduce us to people to launch an ETF. But you really don't want to do that um, on the small side. You want to raise quite a bit more assets well, when you do that. And at that time, because of licensing restrictions, we can only do U.S. and uh, permanent residence with a U.S. address at this time. But if we do eventually are able to launch an ETF, again, all about raising enough assets, then it will be available worldwide. Jeff, is there a question that the audience hasn't asked or I haven't asked that you want to cover right now before we talk about Eurodollar University, our show? Is there anything... No, I think that's the, that's the next logical thing to talk about. You know, we do have a website. We have our own website for Eurodollar University. And that has, if you're interested in all the stuff that, that Emil and I are doing, that also has Steve involved, you can go to Eurodollar.university, which is our website that has all the same information there too. Perfect. Perfect. And then our show, Jeff, is it true that we are going to go in a completely new direction now that you've left Alhambra, that we're going to be, the Fed is central to money supply, that <laughs> we are experiencing a bank reserve tsunami, and that we'll be doing the show once every semester. Or no, it's still the same show every week, plus Steve. I think for Eurodollar University, the way we're looking at it, and the way I put this on Twitter was that our curve 
unlike the euro dollar futures or treasury curve, is upward sloping. It's beautiful. It's elegant. It's the way you want it to be. The euro dollar university curve is upward sloping, which means forever expansion into the future, not contraction. We don't, we're not going to subtract anybody. We're not going to make any changes. We're only going to add to what we're doing. And that includes a lot of stuff that we, that Emil and I have planned. We won't get into here, but things that we want to do in addition that this opportunity that, you know, working with Steve, leaving Alhambra, maybe putting a little bit more f- focus on some of these things you want to do with the Eurodollar University, now have the opportunity to do some of them, which we'll talk about at a later date. But as far as the podcast goes, there's no reason to, to change it. It seems to be working. You and I are still going to do the same episodes we do every week. They're going to be made available to everybody as they are currently on YouTube, as well as all the podcast outlets. And then we're going to add, like I said, the, our curve is upward sloping. We're going to bring Steve on as a special guest, our On the Road series, where we're driving the red pill, remember? <laughs> yes, <laughs> the I red do. Pill. <laughs> so we're going to add a special weekly uh, episode with the three of us, which hopefully will not just go off the rails like it's going, like it's about to here. We, we might, we'll give it a brand name. Who knows? But we're adding more stuff to Eurodollar University. And Eurodollar University is always going to be me and Emil doing, talking about Eurodollars, the Eurodollar system, the monetary system, curves, uh, deflation, all this other stuff. That's never going to change. Unless, of course, the world does change and somehow the Fed finds its way to the middle of it. Hey, maybe they actually will start printing money at some point. And then, which, and then we can shut everything down and, and do something else. But until that very distant future date, you guys are stuck with us. Steve, I don't have any other questions that uh, I have. Is there something that we didn't cover that you wanted to bring up right now? There's the, the comment section has turned a little bit lewd regarding curves. I won't go into, <laughs> I'll draw you a doodle later. That's the risk. That's yeah. the other risk of curves, right? Uh, but did we cover everything? I think there is a question. And that is, how much did I pay Jeff <laughs> to leave Alhambra? Because or what what did I bribe him with? Yes, I think that you know maybe people have the wrong impression here that you know this is not about you know Steve backed up the Brinks truck into my backyard and said come over here. I think he tried to give me a check that was payable in bank reserves, which was to me <laughs> the first clue that this was all just a joke. And I I didn't take it seriously. That's why we're just putting this together right now. But no, I the bottom line here is that I, I needed to work with somebody who I felt would I could actually work with, who would actually listen to what I'm saying and, and take it seriously and actually make an attempt to incorporate that into the portfolio management and portfolio monitoring research process. And so this is not really necessary. This isn't about a big check. This isn't about a bonus. This is about getting together with people, including Emil, the three of us working together on the show, Steve and I working together on the investment stuff in a way that we think that doing it together adds more than doing it separately or doing it the way that I've been doing it before, which is just wasn't working well. We're working out very well. Well, that's it. I'm excited. I'm very happy. I'm looking forward to the future. And I hope we answered everyone's questions. Steve, Jeff, I hope we made sure they convey the information that you guys wanted to get out there. And that is, that's the end of this live episode. And Jeff, you... And I will be on, let's say, Thursday or Friday, same with Steve, and we'll go from there. Absolutely. Looking forward to it. Uh, like I said, we're only going to be adding, not subtracting. Steve, where can people get a hold of you? YouTube, Twitter, your website. Right. Yes. Uh, thank you, Emil. Uh, YouTube, just uh, put my name in the search engine, Steve Van Meter or Steven Van Meter. Uh, Twitter, I'm at Metra, M-E-T-R-E, 
my name is mispronounced from misspelling, Stephen. And um, the website, uh, I have two websites. One is my name altogether. And uh, for the investments uh, advisory part, you can go to PortfolioShield.net. Jeff, looking forward to working with you. Very happy Emil. Thank you for excellent show as always. And I'm um, looking forward to being part of your show as well. Jeff, people know where, well, do they still get a hold of you at the same places they do before? YouTube, website, Twitter, where, and LinkedIn, where can they get a hold of you? All the same places. And we, again, we've added the website, our website, which is eurodollar.university. It actually is a legitimate website, <laughs> even though it, uh, some, sometimes you try to use the email, it tells you it rejects the email domain, but the domain name for the email, but it is eurodollar.university. Right now we have the basics on there and we'll add as more stuff comes online, as, as we add more details, as Steve and I and Tracy put together our research product, if you're interested in anything Eurodollar University, including what Emil's up to with his own personal stuff, which I advise you to look at, I advise you to go into Emil's world as well to get a sense of the layer, the Cayman Island layer that he's, he's laid out for everyone. Eurodollar.university is the place to go. And you can get a hold of me at Emil Kalinowski on Twitter and on YouTube. It's, well, uh, Emil Kalinowski as well. And then, of course, in the rum section at the local bar. Gentlemen, it was a pleasure. <laughs> we set a new record, 884 concurrent viewers. So, yes. Terrific. Wonderful, wonderful. All right. Thank you. I'll talk to you all soon. And thank you, dear audience. Really appreciate your feedback. Great questions. I hope we could answer some of them. And if not, we will over the coming weeks and months. Goodbye, everyone. Mm -hmm.